I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Yep, it's that time again. Sports Overnight America, a different kind of show. We'll talk the political side of sports, economic side of sports, all sides of sports. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We are heard everywhere. I promise you everywhere. Sirius 217, XM203, all those apps, Sports Byline, Sports Map, American Mm -hmm. Forces, Gals and Guys, You Stay Healthy. Radio stations like KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas. Yeah, the guys will be with us. Uh, Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, and I'm sure he'll prove it this evening. Art Source, uh, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. And brand new book out, Jamil Hill, former at ESPN. Now she writes for The Atlantic. Uphill, a memoir, basically an autobiography, a most interesting book indeed. And Jamil will be with us a little later on Sports Overnight America. So much happening in sports, but I think you have to start with the uh, New Jersey Nets. First of all, who are they going to hire as a coach? The guy that was suspended for a year by by Boston? The the NBA has to have some kind of rule that if you're suspended by one club, and what he did apparently, allegedly, was uh, he uh, attacked, attacked, talked to, pushed his way with some women – uh, in, in the Celtic organization. So they suspended him for a year. And now the Nets, having fired Steve Nash, need a coach. But shouldn't there be some rule that if you're suspended by one club, you shouldn't be allowed to coach another? Give us an email, sportsfreddedale.com, sportsfreddedale.com. Of course, the other story with the Nets will never end. Kyrie Irving, the unvaccinated one, uh, the anti-Semite uh, who uh, went on and uh, – told people to uh, take a look at the movie Hebrews to Negroes. And uh, um, now they have uh, suspended him for five games, which is worth like more than $2 million. Uh, It's not bad. You're making 30. So now you're making only 28. But the point is now he sort of apologized, but was this really an apology? That would have to be the question. What about the future? There are teams out there that can't touch you. Los Angeles, a lot of Jewish people. Lakers can't touch him, I don't think. Clippers can't touch him, I don't think, just because of that fact. I mean, you know, it's just are there cities here where it wouldn't matter what he said or what he wrote? I don't know. But your thoughts at sportsfreddale.com, sportsfreddale.com. Very sad note in sports, 72-year-old Ray Guy, probably the best, well, the best punter I've, I've ever seen and probably the best punter in the history of the National Football League, passed away at, 
at 72. And uh, Gonzaga in basketball might move to the Big 12. Geographically, I'm not sure that makes sense. Hopefully we make sense right here on Sports Overnight America. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a seven-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, this is Staples. So, rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. That's not a rumor. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yep. And I can actually ship there, right? We have UPS right here in the store. Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what will they think of next? Staples has all your shipping supplies and UPS service in store. And right now, get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples, the best kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Valid only in Staples U.S. stores. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com, and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend all-access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at NetSpend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Yeah, we're back. Sports Overnight America. Later, Jameel Hill, Uphill, a memoir, autobiography, and folks, it's a book you have to pick up and uh, stay tuned later in this program. Right now, the guys are with me. Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, art source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC, and of course, he runs Galaxy Sports in the state of Pennsylvania. I open talking about a lot of topics, but the big topic now in sports would be Kyrie Irving, the unvaccinated one, um, and now the anti-Semite that uh, he's apologized but really hasn't apologized. Now he's been suspended for five games and maybe longer unless the NBA accepts his uh, and the Nets accept his apology. Uh, Mark Mancini, your comments about Kyrie Irving. Well, we've seen this guy go through three cities. He hasn't burned the cities down. He's blew them up. And once you blow up something, you can't go back over it because it's not there. We saw it in Cleveland. We saw it in Boston. We've seen it in Brooklyn. This guy puts his foot in his mouth. He's a horrible leader, to say the least. And what I'm surprised at is, is the NBA players not taking a stance and saying, hey, guys, you're doing something wrong here, man. They can take a stance on other things. How come you're not taking a stance and saying, this is bad what you're saying? And if, if, if that's your opinion about certain matters, 
the best news you can do is keep your mouth shut with it. Art Source, uh, agree or disagree? You think the NBA and the Nets did enough or your comments? You know, honestly, I'm kind of in agreement with Mark on this one. Um, sometimes the things you don't say have a bigger message than the things you do say. And I, and I find it very unique that, you know, the NBA finds itself in a position where Steve Nash gets, gets basically fired or, you know, here, sign this piece of paper and, you know, bottom line, okay, on this one is the NBA needs to realize how, how really lucky they are and that they're hemorrhaging in terms of numbers when it comes to their telecasts, their local radio it's just not doing real well. And they have to find a way to somehow recoup what they had when we had the 60s Knicks, the 70s Celtics, the 80s Lakers, when basketball was something really special that we all look forward to. And one of the things is defense. The other thing is, at a certain point in time, how can you afford to take your family to an NBA game when marginal players are making $20, 25000000 million a year, Fred. All right. Uh, I was against Kyrie Irving coming to the Lakers when LeBron, general manager LeBron, was pushing Genie. Now, do you think there's any shot of Kyrie Irving coming to the Lakers after the anti-Semitic comments? It would, be the, it would be the madhouse in L.A. I mean, at the uh, crypto, crypto.com, whatever the reading is. Well, Listen, the Lakers have enough trouble, don't you think, Mark, without Kyrie Irving right now? Well, not only that, he's not going to go back to Brooklyn. And let me put it this way. His career could be on hold here. Nobody's going to invest in him to give him the longevity of a contract when they don't Mark, know what Mark, the hell is that. He might be real popular in the Chinese Basketball Association. He might be there, but as far as a team taking a flyer on him, this guy could be looking like uh, Ray Rice. Uh, from the NFL. All right, Mark, you are, the world, you are the world's worst sports handicapper. Here's my question. Right now, he has at least a five-game suspension. And what they've said is, uh, we'll talk after that and see if he's apologized for real. How many games will he really be suspended? I'm going to put it at uh, 10. Higher, higher or lower than 10 games in total will he be suspended? Well, I think you're absolutely right, and I might put it higher, but I want to say I want to throw him in the same equation as a Vince McMahon or a Daniel Snyder. Who's going to fall <laughs> off the cliff first? Artie, how many games? Artie, how many games in the end will the NBA and uh, the Nets suspend? I think it's going to be more around twenty or thirty once they get to the bottom of it. I mean, this is not the first time he's rolled down this avenue. I mean, he has come up with some really bizarre things. He put his team in harm's way. I mean, he can, couldn't play in New York when they had the, you know, the vaccine and the mask mandate. Um, cost his team, you know, a lot of games. And at a certain point in time, either you're in or you're out. Okay. And we've talked about it in sports. You want to be a team player, you do what's right for your teammates. That's what's missing in sports today. It's all about me, me, me. It's not about team. It's all about the I, the individual. And we got to get away from that as both in sports and in the society. We have to look at the bigger picture. And I think we're starting to understand that a little bit more. 
Well, right. and, 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 Fred, hey, hey, hey. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. And, 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 you know, if he took a, a, a stance in the vaccine, you know, you'd have a lot of people backing up medical choice in some ways, whatever, whoever wants to argue that one out. But this idiot has lost $330 million with everything he's done in the last few seasons. That's a lot of money to lose. All right. Uh, let me ask you this question, Mark. Uh, simultaneously, almost at the same exact time, uh, the Celtics, who have uh, suspended their coach, Adaka, for the year for allegedly uh, having problems with women in the organization, and now the Nets, having fired Steve Nash, are thinking about hiring Adaka. Common sense says if a team in the league, and you're in the same league, suspends some uh, player or a coach, Shouldn't that hold for every team in the league? What do you think? No, I totally agree with you. The first thing I got to say is hide all the women in Brooklyn. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing when you look at this. It, it just seems like this sport is lacking accountability. I didn't see this with the birds, the magics, like Artie alluded to before, when basketball was fun, you had dynasties. Now the only thing keeping this upright is what the Golden State Warriors have done, and my Milwaukee Bucks are undefeated. Other than that, this is a tough league to watch, my friends. Art Source, uh, ratings are down. Do you think that uh, if you're suspended by one team in the NBA, Adam Silver should say that holds for all <laughs> teams, or is that not just common sense? It has to be common sense. I mean, it is common sense, Fred. You know, you can't <laughs> – that opens up a Pandora's box. I mean, wait a minute. You're going to suspend me, but if I go manage this other team or coach this other team, I'm back in. Well, fire me. Hurry up. But, you know, sports is such a – we've talked about greed, right? At a certain point in time, you have to step up and have rules that need to be followed. If you don't have, you know, some sort of rules, you have nothing. You have basically anarchy. And, and maybe the NBA is anarchy. I don't know. Art Source, in a very sad note, 72-year-old Ray Guy passed away this week. Uh, you knew him. You you saw him kick. I, I saw him kick. I didn't know him, of course. Your comments about Ray Guy. Well, the first time I went there as a free agent place kicker, and it was punt drills, and I had heard about it, but I had never seen it. And I, and I you know, kicked a little bit in high school as a punter, but uh, Glenn Walker had a great leg for the Rams and the Trojans, who was one of my teammates at SC. But when I saw and heard the ball come off Ray Guy's foot, it was like a cannon, Fred, and and you could actually hear the laces spinning. And and I looked, I looked over, and and uh, I never forget Jimmy Breach was there, Efren Herrera was there. There was five kickers going for the job. And it was really amazing because uh, Chris Barr said it best. He goes, Artie, you'll never see anything like that. And, you know, I saw Darren Bennett kick for the Chargers down on the field, Reggie Roby, you know, some great, great punters, but nobody had that sound. It was almost like listening to Tony Franklin or Tom Dempsey, who I used to work out with at old Blair Field in Long Beach when the ball came off their foots as kickers. You know, I mean, I thought I was a pretty incredible kicker. And then in the Astrodome in 77, you know, I watched Tony Franklin hitting him in the upper deck from 70 yards. And, and I mean, myself and Frank Jordan were like, whoa, what is that? Because <laughs> it actually makes a, a, a special sound like they talk about Josh Gibson, Babe Ruth, some of the great hitters in baseball. 
the ball coming off the bat. Very similar. Mark Mancini, Art's 126 years of age. You were younger when uh, young when Ray Guy was kicking. What do you remember about Ray Guy? Well, I remember those Oakland Raiders playing the Minnesota Vikings in the Super Bowl. I definitely remember Ray Guy. And, you know, when you, you talk about the top five, Fred, I don't know. Do you have already sourced in your top five of kickers and punters and everything? You got to look at Garo, your premium, Mark Mosley. Tony Franklin was good. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if he cracks my top five. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking about just just exit velocity. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's what I'm. Kevin Butler had that exit velocity. Roy Jurella, uh, another guy that had that exit velocity, still kicking for Arizona right now. He's bombing them. You know, you get guys that can. Tucker, Tucker has exit velocity. Yeah, Tucker, well, you can go from night. 65. I mean, this is special. This is this is like watching a great a great golfer who could really hit the long ball and, you know, and, and chicks dig the long ball. So that's why, you know, yeah. I kicked the 57 yard field goal. I thought that was pretty special, but not anymore. These guys. Fred, where do you have Mike Lansford? <laughs> Goldfoot Mike. <laughs> All right. We're, 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 we're going to come back with Baron sports trivia later. Jamil Hill, a memoir will be with us on Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. Back with more right after this. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759, 800-449-1759, 800-449-1759, 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, we're back on Sports Overnight America. We're right here across America and around the world. Later, Jameel Hill. Uh, you remember her from ESPN, now from the Atlantic. The book is Uphill, a memoir, autobiography, of major bookstores everywhere, and Amazon.com. It's an interesting book and an interesting read. Pick it up. All right, Baron Sports Trivia, where we'll prove that uh, 126-year-old art source uh, needs help, and he gets help from his uh, legal medicines that he takes uh, every night when we do this show. What are you taking this evening, 126-year-old art source? Focus Factor, Nariva, Prevagen, and I forgot the other one. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but they're pretty expensive. Oh, they are. Fred, uh, you know, I've been trying to call some bills back here, you know, fighting inflation, doing what I can to keep the home fires burning. And I'm telling you, man, just to be able to keep the noodle in, in operations is like 100 bucks a month now, and it used to be like 60 But then yeah. again, I go to the store, and what I used to be able to buy for 100 bucks now is 175 so, I mean, hey, I'm lucky to have one tight dollar in my pocket when the day's over. All right. So, Mark yeah. Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, is much younger than Art Source. So, we'll find out uh, what uh, Mark uh, can do with this first question on Baron Sports Trivia. Are you ready, Mark? Yes. Whole world's watching. <laughs> Historically, highest batting average ever for a major league starting pitcher, who might that have been? Historically, well, highest well, batting average ever for a major league starting pitcher in one year. First of all, they were watching my brother make a great play uh, at first base last night, Trey Mancini. So now they're going to watch me try to keep this thing going and stay ahead of Artie. I'd have to say Don Robinson. He was a hell of a uh, – Don Robinson or Rick Roden, good uh, hitting pitchers. And they both played for the Pirates at some point. Yes. I think that helped, yeah. Art, <laughs> you, you think it's Don Robinson or Rick Roden, or might it be somebody else? Well, I was thinking, you know, honestly, how about Shohei Otani? <laughs> now, he doesn't count. Oh, he no. doesn't count? And again, again, he didn't hit what this guy hit. Uh, anyway, he didn't hit the the average that this guy hit, but okay. of course he's could it have been could it have been Baby Babe Ruth? How about if I say Big Train? Oh, Walter Johnson! Wow! When I saw this, I couldn't believe it. Walter Johnson in 1925 hit 433. Well, I'd have stuck him over at first base or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and folks, you have to understand. In 1925, these guys actually would throw 150 or 200 pitches, which meant you got up four or five times every single game. 
He hit 433 in 1925. The big yeah, trade. Chris, That's a record that'll at, never be beaten. Let me ask you. I don't. I didn't get to see him, but you know, better than Madison Baumgartner. That good that, hitter. Yeah, yeah. He was another good one. You can throw Clayton Kershaw. Warren Spawn. Warden, Warren Spahn, another good. Yeah, but they're hitter. not hitting. Don, they're not, Don they're Drysdale. Not hitting, yeah. But they're not hitting 433. Kenny Brett could hit. Well, Baumgartner had some good dingers there. I don't know how many he had in total, but man, oh man, that's a yeah, strong. that's that's strong. All right, that's all right, really so let's back to Baron Sports trivia right now on uh, Sports Overnight America. What year did Henry Aaron great break Babe Ruth's home run record of seven hundred and fourteen? Oh, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to say nineteen seventy four because I was in Palm Springs getting ready for an Easter baseball tournament. Yep. And I remember, and I remember uh, being out in Palm Springs, watching it with my dad at one of the hotels out. Actually, it was Jerry Buss's Ocotillo Lodge. We were in the Jackie Gleason room. That's right. Mark, uh, do you think it was 1974? Yeah, you hit it right off of Al Downing, too. I remember that. It was 1974. And, and I got to tell you a story. When I was doing a Dodger Talk on KBC in Los Angeles those years, uh, you have to be in Vero Beach uh, for two weeks apiece. Yeah. Uh, I, I would be there for two weeks. Al would be there for two weeks. And I forgot who else had to be there for two weeks, but we alternated. So there was one night every time that we'd have to share the room. And I swear to you, the times I had the opportunity to talk to Al Downing at 12 midnight or 11 o'clock at night and just talk to him about that pitch, his life, his career, and that's something that stood out in his life, too. And, uh, of course, Al's still going very, very well. But that he talked about that pitch to Henry Aaron and, and this and that. So What it, a it was great, great guy, Al Downing. Gentleman Al Downing. Yeah. I love that man. You know, I was at Dodger Stadium, I think it was 73, when, when uh, Henry hit three home runs against Al Downing. And I don't think any of them made it into the, the bleachers. The old Dodger Stadium, which was a little deeper in the outfield, before they moved the plate up, um, there was like a little area between the bleachers and the actual fence. He oh, dropped those know. babies right off, right over the fence. I mean, it was crazy. All right, let, me, would... ask you, let me ask you guys a question. Henry Aaron went on to hit 755 home runs. Barry Bonds was chasing him. I've asked you guys this before, but for the new listeners around the world, I'd like your guys' answer. I said at the point, when he had 754, I said he ought to hit one more and then retire, tied with the great Henry Aaron. He'd and be I in the that, Hall of Fame that, right now that, if he that did would, that. That would, that would make up for a lot of the negative things that he did. Art, agree or disagree? I totally agree. That would have showed so much class. He'd be in the Hall of Fame right now. Mark Mancini, well, should, he have stopped, should he have stopped at 755 or should he have gone on to 762? Well, I, I, I love Barry. I mean, you know, I, I, it's kind of hard for me to, to go against it. But, you know, I, th I just think he was just so driven and determined to break that record and expand it and set the bar. I mean, you can kind of look at him in a lot of ways. I mean, look at people are talking about Alex Ovechkin uh, being better than Wayne Gretzky. Are you kidding me? But, you know, everybody has their own things. I mean, I just think, you know, uh, what, what Aaron Judge said, chasing this thing down, he said, you know, the, the home run record is, is pretty much, uh, you know, Barry Bonds's. I mean, I, I don't know. 
Sports Overnight America, folks. You can email us at sportsfredadeo.com, sportsfredadeo.com. College basketball season right here. They've had some exhibition games already. Now, this has to be just a rumor, I think, Mark Mancini. Gonzaga from Spokane, Washington, moving into the Big 12 for basketball. Agree or disagree? Good idea or bad idea? Well, what's happened is now it's show me the money. Uh, you're starting to see the universities hightail it, and they're getting it. Uh, don't fall in Nebraska's uh, uh, realm of things. They weren't ready to go in another conference, and it has shown big time. But Gonzaga wants to start playing with more of the big boys, so more power to them. I like it. Can I ask you a question, you guys? Are, are they going to field a football team if they get in the big the, you know, the big? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think so. Art, what okay. do you think of the idea? Geographically, just let's think about this. Nah, it's just ridiculous. Like, Aren't they located like, in Spokane, Washington? Yeah, just like USC and UCLA. Yeah. If they go to the Big Ten, having to travel mile upon mile, I think the closest to uh, 1,500 miles away in the Big Ten, and, and the others are 2,000 and 2,500. Well, we're dealing with it. Fred, we're dealing with it right now with West Virginia. So can you imagine if Gonzaga has to go play West Virginia? I mean, that's a heck of a long trip. So, I mean, I don't know. It's all convoluted. I would like to see West Virginia somehow, you know, work their way back into maybe, you know, a, a conference like the Big the, the Big Ten or the ACC. Oh. You know, I, I kind of like the regional part of sports. It has tradition, you know, and, but I understand if they're going to get offer you $100 million to USC or UCLA, I can see, you know, based on, you know, just pure economics, why they why they were in, you know, bedazzled by the, the offer. All right. I can't stand Bill Walton doing color. I think he's the worst of all time, but he's a bright guy. He said, basically, it's a horrendous move for UCLA to go to the Big Ten. Agree or disagree? Well, here's the deal. Fred, I can't sit there and watch UCLA play Colorado in basketball. I, I don't know if you can or already can, but just look at that. Indiana, Illinois coming out here to play a UCLA. That's the tradition that Indiana has. That, that, that'd be sellouts at Pauley Pavilion. I mean, why would you Because like all the that? people – well, think about all the people who are transplants from the Big Ten yeah, who, yeah, li exactly. who live in L.A. Plus, you have the weather for the football teams. You know, you're yeah. going to be able to hold the, the Big 12 championship. I mean, the Big the Big 10 plus 6 plus 8 Fred, championship you, you, in you, L.A. You go, to, you go to the UCLA games now, Fred, everybody's dressing up like an empty chair. I mean, there's like five people in the stands. It's ridiculous. You bring a Penn State in, you bring a Michigan, you bring these powerhouses, and you're going to have sellouts. You saw that when they came years ago to the, uh, you know, UCLA. What about the history UCLA versus Oregon, UCLA versus Oregon State, UCLA versus Stanford, things like that doesn't matter. You well, let me why? go ahead, Mark. Let me let me ask you: Does it matter if if the Commanders change their name? What do you do with all that history that the Washington Football Team has come up with with Riggins and all those games against Dallas? So let me ask you a question: Are the old Redskins still considered to be Redskins, or are they now Commanders? <laughs> in this in this woke world that we live in, because well, I believe well, the well, Bezos and uh, Jay Z are going to and Jay Z are going to buy the team. So I, 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 I got to tell you, I grew up dreaming of UCLA 
playing Michigan and others in the Rose Bowl. That's gone aside as we know it. It's going to even be worse if UCLA moves to the Big Ten. SC wants to go, okay, leave me alone, but not my Bruins. And Walton, again, the world's worst sports color commentator, but he's a bright guy, except when he does that. He's right on target, in my opinion. Folks, I'd love your opinion. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. We're going to come. We've got we to go to break. Okay. We're going to come back with Jamil Hill, Uphill, a memoir, and we'll come back with the guys more on sports overnight. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. Mm -hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yeah. And we have UPS here in store. What will Staples think of next? (laughs) Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what what, what will they think of next? Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paws. It's good medicine. He sent me to.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com. Sportsfred at aol.com. Brand new book out, Jamil Hill. The book is Uphill, a memoir, basically an autobiography. You can pick it up at major bookstores everywhere, amazon.com. Jamil, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, of course, we all remember you from ESPN, now from the Atlantic, but uh, uh, being brought up, you had a very, very tough life. In fact, people would just unimaginably tough, if you think about it. You go from Detroit to Oakland, back to Detroit, to Houston, all growing up. Talk about how tough it was for a young lady growing up, uh, as tough as it was. Well, um, you know, it was it was definitely not an easy time, and you know, we're talking about the the eighties, um, the mid eighties in particular, when it was sort of the height of the crack ep- epidemic. And I had, you know, both my parents struggled with substance ab- abuse issues, and it, you know, I had to spend a lot of my childhood kind of navigating around their um, uh, abuse or the repercussions from it. And my father, he um, was the one who got sober first before my my mother. But we missed a lot of time together when I was growing up. And with my mother, I was witnessing, you know, her go through some very traumatic moments, um, which were a result of extensive sexual abuse. So for me, you know, writing was always my safe haven, and as was sports. So um, as much of it was a precarious time, it was also one that allowed me to eventually uh, find what would be my life's work. You're still very close with your mom, even with all her problems, though. Oh, yeah, very, very much so. I mean, my mother, I mean, she's been, um, you know, drug-free for some time now. So in, what I discussed in the book, these are things that her and I have discussed throughout the years. And, uh, you know, we've certainly had our ups and downs as we've tried to repair and fix our, our relationship. But, you know, she's in a great place. Um, she's got a master's degree and is doing well. So... Um, you know, our, our relationship definitely was able to recover from all of the early trauma that we experienced together. Talking to Jamil Hill, Uphill, a memoir, autobiography. Uh, folks, it's a very intriguing, interesting book. Uh, Amazon.com, major bookstores everywhere. Talk about Monopoly and what had to do with your family. <laughs> well, Monopoly was the unofficial family game. So I've seen a <laughs> lot of verbal disagreements over Monopoly, but uh, Monopoly, uh, I guess, played a role um, or as part of my my origin story, just in the sense that my mother went into labor the night that she finally got boardwalk and and Park Place and experienced Monopoly (laughs) players know that those are the two most expensive properties on the board. And you can break people if they just hit you once or maybe even twice. So she finally got to um, that moment where she was perhaps going to be the winner of the family monopoly game. And I had other plans. <laughs> Talking to Jamil Hill, the book is uphill and you can pick it up. Amazon.com major bookstores everywhere. Uh, bottom line, uh, as far as you are concerned, you always had a dream and the dream came true. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been really blessed because I was one of those people who identify what they wanted to do early and everything I've done since then has been about fulfilling that dream. You know, I knew in 10th grade that I wanted to be a sports journalist. And to be able to say that I've been a paid sports writer, or I should say a paid journalist since I was 
16 or 17 years old is just a huge testament and an enormous accomplishment. So, um, yeah, I was able to lock in early and really achieve some success. And uh, it's just been so pivotal in terms of me navigating my career. You know, I got to tell you, most of my relatives from Detroit went to the University of Michigan. They think of you as a <laughs> traitor. You went to the wrong school. Well, I think that they should love themselves more by going to the right school, which would be <laughs> Let me ask you something. You talk about religion uh, growing up and how some of your relatives were very, very religious and you're not quite at that point, but talk about that uh, and what that meant to you growing up. It was definitely a good foundation, but I think like a lot of kids, um, you know, a lot of times you start attending church or getting involved in, in religion because you're, you don't really have any other choice. <laughs> You've been forced to by either parents or grandparents or other uh, close family members. And so I think because it started from that place, um, you know, it, it was kind of difficult at certain times to be in those surroundings because uh, I didn't. I didn't feel like I had the same connection as everybody else. But when I went to college and was able to kind of do it, you know, for myself and 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 for uh, reasons that I understood as opposed to somebody else's reasons, it, it I wound up building a much deeper connection to faith. And while I wouldn't say I have the same relationship with God as I had then. I do have a relationship with God. And I, I think I just learned as an adult that you kind of have to define it for yourself. Tell us about the worst column you've ever written concerning Larry Bird and the Boston Celtics. I got, I, the folks have to hear this. Oh, um, well, it wasn't Larry. Well, it was, Larry Bird was sort of related to it, but the worst, I mean, this is, I don't think anything is close the being as bad as this was, but uh, <laughs> when I was a columnist at ESPN.com, you know, I wrote a column um, about how the Celtics, you know, when they had Ray Allen and Paul Pierce and Rajan Rondo, uh, that they actually were becoming sort of nationally beloved. And I grew yeah. up during the time in Detroit where we hated the Celtics. I mean, they stood in the way of everything the Pistons wanted to accomplish. Like they had to beat Boston in order to get to the finals and they, you know, they, as you know, people know who were there during that time, those are very tough and challenging and bitter series. And um, it was just so um, ironic to me that years later, that, that that team, everybody laid it, that everybody hated some of my friends, like, you know, really started to like, and I dropped a reference in the column comparing essentially Celtics fans to, to Nazis, which was totally uncalled for and irresponsible and it was, and deservedly so, I got criticized. I even got suspended for a week. Um, but it was such a teachable moment for me about the responsibility of the platform, about, um, you know, really understanding uh, kind of part of effective column writing is, is being passionate about things. And I, I went I went wrong by even attempting to do that just because it was just kind of a lazy column idea. So I learned a lot about what laziness can get you and um, you know, you just really have to be cognizant of how to use your platform in a in a responsible way. I like the movie. He said, she said, you guys almost did a podcast entitled He Said, She Said. Tell us that story. Yeah, I mean, before uh, and a lot of people know um, 
that you know, me and, and my former co-host, Michael Smith, that we had a television show called His and Hers. Well, it derived from our podcast, which was also called His and Hers. But His and Hers wasn't supposed to be the original name of the podcast. It was actually supposed to be called He Said, She Said, because I'd seen the movie with um, Kevin Bacon many years ago. And um, I think it's Elizabeth Perkins. That was his, his female uh, lead. But, you know, it was about two talk show hosts that kind of fall in love with each other after, you know, really getting on each other's nerves. And granted, there was no romantic connection between me and Mike. I just thought that that name was like a good name. And I wanted something that let people know immediately that there is a gender difference here, that these were the perspectives and views of, of two different people and, you know, a man and a woman. And it looked, it was all a go until, um, you know, an executive mentioned it in a meeting and somebody had a problem with the name because they thought, um, at least during those times, and I would say in general, that that phrase a lot of times have been used to describe a very serious incident, domestic violence, sexual assault. And so they thought the name was kind of toxic. And I was very upset about this. I thought it was oversensitivity. And, uh, but, you know, sometimes great ideas are born from, uh, you know, from setbacks, I guess, or perceived setbacks. And we thought of the name his and hers, and that one felt right. I mean, the other one, it, it felt good, but his and hers, like, was, was the name. And so to see all the stuff we were able to build up under that umbrella, it just, sometimes you have to be okay with very happy accidents even if initially they frustrate you. <laughs> Let's get very, I'm very serious here. I'm a little older than you are. 50 years ago, I'm at, to the to the year, uh, my parents said that, uh, uh, and we lived in Southern California, Culver City, California. Uh, and uh, my parents called and said, your uncle from New York is coming into town. Uh, come over for dinner. I said, okay. And I swear to you, Jamil Hill, 10 minutes in the conversation, I have no idea how this came up. He was a businessman. He called Fred Trump and Donald Trump, white supremacists, anti-Semites, and he went on from there. You wrote that mm, in a wow. social media platform. Tell us the story. And uh, you're somebody who speaks her mind. I think it was unfair for them, ESPN, to do what they did, but talk about that. Uh, talk about um, your the fact. What uh, happened? You, 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 know, you called him a white supremacist much later. And, you know, it, it, anyways, you got in trouble at ESPN because of that. Tell us the story. And so I tweeted that about the president. This was in 2017. And, you know, it was just a few weeks removed from Charlottesville where we saw neo Nazis take over an American city. And the president equated their hatred with the counter-protesters who were making a stand against that hatred. And I just thought it was just a really low moment for the office of the presidency and definitely for the president himself. And there was a Twitter user who was tweeting me who was trying to provide a defense of Donald Trump. And I found that to be uh, you know, unacceptable. I got into a back and forth with the person. And then that's when I called Donald Trump a white supremacist who had largely sound, surrounded himself with other white supremacists. And it was a tweet that just caught fire and it snowballed. It snowballed all the way to the White House where the former press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she said in the White House press briefing that I deserve to be fired. 
And um, after I was later suspended by ESPN, you know, President Trump uh, couldn't wait to dance on my proverbial grave. And so he attacked me on Twitter and it, you know, sent my life in just a, a, a very unexpected direction. But you never back down. You continue to uh, write for The Atlantic and uh, we appreciate that. And I, I think this book, it's got to be a, uh, a high seller because of the fact that uh, so many people know you from ESPN, at least they know your TV performance on ESPN and the podcast. Now they're going to know much deeper about Jamil Hill. The book is uphill. And Jamil, we certainly appreciate the time that you spent with us on Sports Overnight America. Thank you. I appreciate the interview. Jamil Hill with us, uh, folks, again. Uh, uh, a lady with a strong opinion on a lot of issues. Jamil Hill, Uphill, a memoir, autobiography type. Uh, major bookstores everywhere. And uh, we'll be back with more on Sports Overnight America. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Hi, this is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. That's not a rumor. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yep. And I can actually ship there, right? We have UPS right here in store. Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what will they think of next? Staples has all your shipping supplies and UPS service in store. And right now, get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples, the best kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Valid only in Staples U.S. stores. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Sports Overnight America. I'd like to thank Jamil Hill, or Book Uphill, 
major bookstores everywhere, Amazon.com, for making an appearance on Sports Overnight America. Monday Night Football, Baltimore, the Ravens at the Saints. Baltimore is a three or four point favorite. World's worst sports handicapper, Mr. Mark Mancini. Baltimore is a three point favorite at New Orleans on Monday night. Who do you like? Well, Baltimore has been snake bitten in their three losses. You know, they were in every one of those games. They could be looking at an undefeated season along with Philly here. I like Baltimore, but I had the Raiders to pull one in New Orleans last week. And I don't know what the hell happened there. So I don't know. What you're getting. I don't know what you're getting with the Saints. All right. Uh, art source. Here's Baltimore. what I think. Here's what I think, you guys. I think New Orleans, after that performance against the Raiders, and granted, the Raiders aren't the world, but I really have to believe that New Orleans is kind of coming together. I never thought, you know, that that the uh, that Dalton would be the quarterback that he has actually played like the last couple of weeks. Now they say Winston's starting to feel better. They still have the, you know, the the ultimate weapon on the goal line. I think that's a perfect situation for New Orleans to go out and dominate. But there is one caveat there. Okay, I know, Mark, I know you like Baltimore, which is another reason why I'm leaning toward New Orleans. But the other caveat is Roquan Smith. If Roquan Smith, Roquan Smith from the Bears, who they picked up for Baltimore, if he could come in and learn that defense, be Ray Lewis like Baltimore is going to be a transformed team to look out for the next nine games. Let me let me make a comment. Um, They've added Deshaun Jackson from Cal to the team. That gives them added depth that he can go deep, right? Except, except he preceded Kyrie Irving years ago in writing anti-Semitic comments. And the timing of this is is almost unbelievable. We opened the show talking about Kyrie Irving. We're going to end it talking about the Sean Jackson. I think Baltimore is taking a shot too, Art, your comments. Well, you know, funny thing happens on the way to chasing a Lombardi trophy. A lot of times political opinions and all that stuff kind of disappears. These owners get so myopic about looking at what they want to do. Looks to me like Steve Biscotti said, you know what? He's only going to be here for nine games or 10 games. If they go to the playoffs, maybe they look the other way. I mean, look at Dan Snyder. Look at the NFL. They, they, they amaze me sometimes. All of professional sports. When it comes to winning, it seems like all the strange bedfellows come out. We had Jamel Hill on the show tonight. You know, there's a gal who was polarizing, but she believed in her convictions. I don't agree with her, but you know what? God bless her. I wanted to ask her one question, Fred. You know what that question was? What would you tell little girls that are black right now in the inner city? How can they become what you became as a great sports writer and sports journalist? I wanted her to answer that. Have the dream. For Art, for Mark, for Mario, stay tuned all night long. For more of sports overnight, America.